welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor. We are so privileged today because we get to talk about one of our favorite shows of the year and ever because it's season two of Claim to Fame. And I'm pretty sure we've already discussed this show on the podcast before for season one, but if you haven't already watched it, this is us literally begging you to watch it because it is one of the best reality shows of all time. Agree. I actually don't. Did we give it a whole episode last year for its first season? I don't remember. I don't know. Now that you are asking, I, sh- I actually meant to check that before I just stated it like a fact. <laughs> <laughs> well, we definitely talked about it like a lot and I've ta- probably talked about it in random episodes ever since last year but i can't remember if it got its own special episode i can't either either way watch it yeah it's definitely a part of the girl meets show dna for sure (laughs) of our canon yes (laughs) um but first we have some news jordan start us off First, I saw that um, the WandaVision spinoff, Agatha Coven of Chaos, has been delayed from winter 2023 to fall 2024, which is very far away and makes sense because everyone's doing that because of the strike. Oh, interesting. So I guess we'll have to wait and find out if Aubrey Plaza is Catherine Hahn's lover. Yes. (laughs) I'm on the edge of my seat, clearly. plot point, I think anyone knows about the show (laughs) (laughs) i can't decide how i feel about this i think i'm fine with it but the great was canceled on hulu um after season two and the way it ended it i think it was time to go so uh i feel like that was probably the safest bet yeah i totally agree i think we even said when we were reviewing season three that we didn't know if it was a serious finale like it felt like one it was a like the last part was an amazing finale moment and i i'm like still kind of sad for them but if nicholas holt wasn't going to be around anymore and they i felt then why yeah i really feel like why their their relationship kept the show going so greatly no pun intended and i felt closure in the last episode so I saw a lot of yeah. people being like, oh, no, this is the worst news ever. But other people being like, well, did you watch this the last episode? Because it kind of felt like a finale anyway. I don't know. And now they're all free to go do amazing things. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because I, d- I didn't see anything from Elle, which I guess probably she can't because of the strike. Mm. Um, I hope she's doing OK. I hope I hope she was fine with that news, too. I hope so too. But it was like kind loosely based off of a true story, so it was like they kind of had to have Nicholas Holt's character do whatever Exit. happened to him. <laughs> I just and then I just remembered how they did it and it is so weird though. <laughs> it's literally insane. Oh, wow. I mean, now is a great time to watch that show though if you've never watched it because it is fun. Yeah, it is. And it is really fun. There's no better time to start a show than when it has just ended forever. Yeah. That's my favorite time. Exactly. Um, oh, how did you feel about this? Did you see that Jesse Armstrong 
apparently confirmed that it was an that Logan underlined not crossed out Kendall's name. And you know what? I'm sorry. I disagree with him. (laughs) (laughs) I just think that's insane for someone to do that. I just feel like it was already in the will. Why would you underline it? Like, why does it need to be emphasized? You know? So. (laughs) I, okay, here's how I felt about it. I was kind of sad that he confirmed because I like the discussion. I like the, like, what was it? I will never know. Yeah. And like, you can just like choose your own adventure. Um, so I was bummed by that, but I do agree with him that to, you start underneath the word to underline it. You wouldn't start. If you were scratching it out, you wouldn't have started below. I guess maybe you all have very steady hands more than me. Cause (laughs) I could cross out starting in any place. But my main, my main complaint is that it should never have been confirmed in the first place yeah i and i agree with that i totally agree with that i was bummed like jesse move on it is funny (laughs) yeah geez desperate much (laughs) (laughs) well i was gonna make a really bad joke slash reference and say it's giving jk rowling saying that dumbledore is gay you know (laughs) (laughs) that is exactly what it's like that's exactly what it's like that's the perfect analogy Uh, wow but also never get out of my life succession ever so i welcome it but also yeah talk about other things also (laughs) i do feel like jesse armstrong is a troll so i feel like he also is could be trolling and just wanting people to go crazy that's the that's what you're choosing to believe yeah i guess so (laughs) um my last piece of news quote-unquote um, it's mostly that they released um, the casting of the Golden Bachelor, and a the one of the old Matt bachelors, Matt James, his mom is going to be one of the women on the Bachelor, which I think is really fun. And then also they had like this video montage of all of them talking, and like it looks promising, and. Um, I had to laugh really hard because there's a part where all of them are like, it's like, what do you like to do with your free time? And literally all of them are like, pickleball, pickleball, pickleball. Oh my I gosh. love pickleball. <laughs> I hope he's ready to play some pickleball. I'm going to, I'm going to kill him in some pickleball. <laughs> and it's like, oh my gosh. I hope that's just what they're doing every single date. <laughs> wow. That would be, if that were true, then I would go on the bachelor. <laughs> it would actually be fun. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, so I truly cannot wait. Well, we're probably going to have to watch it because there's no other TV shows even on. True. It's going to become a reality TV only podcast soon. Yeah, seriously. <sighs> um, My last thing, it's kind of a part two to something we said last week. We talked about our flag means death season two and um, some new reveals for the new season. And they announced the official date it's premiering and it's October 5th, which I don't, oh, wow. I think that's new information. And is that, do we know if it's week by week? Mm, their, their like official Twitter account makes it, they didn't outrightly say, but they said season two premieres October 5th on max. So that makes it sound like it's weekly to me. Yeah, that does. 
Um, I quickly pulled it up on TV time, and yeah, it looks like they're releasing like three episodes at a three episodes and two episodes and then two episodes and then one episode. Huh. Chaos. <laughs> Seems like what they. I don't know. It feels like weekly would be a good idea in the midst of most shows being delayed. I wonder if this is like a new thing that Max is trying because I noticed that Starstruck is also kind of releasing in the chaotic way of like two episodes, two episodes, then one episode or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. It's like compromising between people who binge and people who watch weekly or something. Yeah. It's weird. It's very confusing. Um, okay. So I, while we were talking, I did fact check and I do not think we did a claim to fame episode. So this is our first one, which is very exciting. Um, so for our, our listeners who don't know what claim to fame is, it's a reality show in which the contestants are all related to someone famous and it's big brother style where they're all like living in the same house and under the same roof. And they have to guess who each other's claim to fame is. And the better you keep yours a secret, the more likely you are to stay on as a contestant. And you win. What is it, like $200,000 at the end? Uh, I think it's only... I think only. I think it's 100000 Okay. Which is like... <laughs> if, you are, have a, if you have a famous celebrity, that's... This is like the... What I'm trying, I'm trying to think, because it's like it's not necessarily easy because you have to come up, you have to do all this trivia and do all these kind of weird challenges, and you can't have the internet to help you or whatever. Like it is hard, but compared to like Survivor, The Amazing Race, Drag Race, like all these other things are way harder <laughs> reality shows to be on. So it's like you're you're very lucky if you have a famous relative and can go on this show to try to win money because I feel like. Like this is, I would love to go on this reality show, but I don't have any famous relatives. Well, and I also think it's kind of funny that they win what seems like a lot of money to me when like they are related to someone famous. Granted, some of them it's like, oh, this is like my uncle. So they're probably not getting any money from them. Mm-hmm. But like some people it's like, oh, my dad is literally Eddie Murphy. So like they have a trust fund, like they're set for life. They don't need any money. <laughs> it's true. That is a really uh, good point. I guess, I don't know. Uh, that's the fun of the game. That would be a really interesting element to the show in the dynamics if some of people were like, I need this money more than them. Like on other shows, sometimes that does come up on other competition reality shows where it's like, they don't even need this this prize money. Like I actually need mm-hmm. the money and blah, blah, blah. Like I think that would be kind of interesting. Even though they can never really be confident where in the family they fall because part of the show is you play two truths and a lie like when you're introducing each other and so they might say strategically oh it's my uncle when it's actually their dad or something and like they probably do have more of a direct contact to their wealth and riches and fame (laughs) (laughs) it's so fun so for our top three we're subbing it our top three for to actually play a game of 20 questions where Jordan and I have each chosen a TV character we are related to and we have to guess who each other's is. 
Okay. Um, do I tell you anything before? Should I tell you how I'm related to them? Um, actually, yeah, because it's like basically fake anyway. Yeah. Okay. For this scenario, my relative is my brother-in-law. My celebrity relative is my brother-in-law. Okay. Interesting. Um, and by celebrity relative, I mean TV character. Yes. That's how we're, we're changing it up because we chose TV characters because this is a TV podcast. Yes. Um, okay. Brother-in-law. So it is a boy. Um. Oh, that already gave that away. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> um. I wish someone would go on claim to fame and saying it's their brother-in-law too. That would be really funny. <laughs> I was. I was thinking like, oh, this is kind of a stretch, but I was like, actually, there was someone who went on there and was like more related to, um, the spouse. What Tom Hanks's wife? Yes. Yeah, the spouse than Tom Hanks, but claimed Tom Hanks. So, mm-hmm. which as we have discussed, she would have lasted way longer if she had Rita Wilson as her celebrity than Tom Hanks. So obvious. So we, yeah. we can discuss strategy of if we were on the show <laughs> later. <laughs> um, okay. Well, it's kind of hard too. Cause it's like, how do I narrow down? Like, how do I narrow this down for my first question? Okay. Um, is this character's TV show set in the present? Yes. Okay. And is it, is this show, um, like, is it a fantasy show? Is it set in, like, normal life? Not fantasy, normal life. Okay. Mm. Is this person an adult? Yes. This is funny because we're doing this over FaceTime, and so I feel like my face can, like, give it away, so I'm, like, trying not to laugh. <laughs> Even though you haven't said anything, it's that's not. Like a and I'm, yet. I'm also like looking. I'm like thinking so hard. I'm looking away. <laughs> um. Okay, so it's set in the present, normal reality, re- like realistic life setting. Um. Is and this person is an adult. Yep. Are they a dad? To any no kids? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Um. It's also funny because some of my questions could give away the ones that I want to do if I'm too specific. <laughs> um, um, is this person hot? <laughs> hmm. um, do you are you attracted to this person? You not is everyone attracted to them? <laughs> handsome, a handsome person who, but not hot. <laughs> Can't yeah. wait to hear who it is. Um, well, okay, so it's. So it's not, is it Marty Bird? It's not Marty Bird then from Ozark. Not Ma- not Marty Bird. Wait, I'm sorry. Did I already forgot. It is dad. It, this person is a dad. Not dad. Okay. Then that would already cut. No kids. Anyway. Is this person yeah, is this- nice? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Generally like a good guy, not a, like a bad guy character then. <laughs> is this person... <laughs> Characters are so t- complicated, you know, but generally good. Is this person on succession? Yes. Sorry. Well, this could be a trick <laughs> question then because we don't really know if Roman has a kid. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> is it Connor Roy? It is Connor Roy. Yes. Wow. 
<laughs> I feel like you wouldn't have chosen Roman because it is a strong possibility, even though I'm not 100% sure that he might have a kid. So that would have been weird. Wow, well, and it was scary, it's of. hard because I had to choose, like, how are these people related, you know? Yeah. So I was like, well, Connor's married. So I was pretending like I was Willa's sister. Oh, wow. That was a good one. And also, it is actually, like um nerve-wracking to be recorded playing 20 questions because usually if you're in real life playing 20 questions you can just take forever and it's like well i don't know (laughs) i need a hint also i feel like you're usually playing in a group of people (laughs) yeah it's true and so their questions 20 questions is (laughs) diabolical (laughs) very vulnerable oh my gosh um okay i i picked the one i'm gonna do and this person is my niece your niece and you don't know how old i am in this scenario (laughs) (laughs) i realized that was like well that kind of a could be a giveaway too but whatever (laughs) she's my niece okay um is this modern day no okay is this character from mad men no me being like that's the only non-modern day show i know of. <laughs> there would be a lot of good characters that i could done from that though wow well it's funny because kieran and shipka's character from that was one of my ideas oh so i was like can i tell you I, now that makes me want to tell you the ones i didn't do i could i should do it after but i want to tell you what they are yeah tell me tell me now <laughs> so i can cross them out probably because in the show he's famous and it would have been someone to go on claim to fame is bojack horseman Ooh, yeah. But then I, I kept wanting to ask you, I was like, is it a cartoon? Is it a human? <laughs> is he an alcoholic? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then the other one, I was Ross Geller. <laughs> wow. The range. The okay. Range. Now that makes me even more scared. Well, and I chose Connor Roy because I was like, he technically is kind of famous too. Like, yeah. runs for president. And on claim to fame, there was a president's child. Yeah, that's true. Um, Grandchild, I guess. I will say this person, I think, would also, I think, is famous in their, within their show too. There's a little freebie, a little freebie for you. Okay. Um, is this person under the age, an, a minor? Um... At one point on the show, yes. But the show is long enough that you see them as an adult as well. Yes. Um, it, does it happen in the year 2000s? No. Have we covered this show on Girl Meets Show? Yes. Great question. Um, did we cover this show this year? Um, No. Um, does your niece have siblings? Yes. Was this show on Netflix? No. This is all HBO Max. This is going to be, I feel like this is going to give things away. Yes, it was (laughs) HBO. Okay. Um, are, are their parents married? Yes. I literally can't think of a single show <laughs> on your favorite <laughs> channel. <laughs> uh, this is going to be the ones where when you, 
when you figure it out, you will be mad. <laughs> I'm sure I will. It's It seems like it's got to be something that's, like, really in my face, but I just, like, cannot think of anything. Um, it is so hard to be the only one playing. <laughs> <laughs> so is this a show that I reference frequently? Um, Yeah. I would say it is one of your a show it's a show you love a show i love on hbo teenager turning adult married parents before the 2000s you said it's set yeah before the <laughs> 2000s i don't know the exact year but yes 90s no 80s no i'll give you a big hint it doesn't take place in our in like our world oh interesting 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 that honestly makes me even more confused it's set in like like they don't have electricity i don't think i don't know what they use for light It's in the days. How many more clues do you want to try and visualize this? As many as you want to give me. Um. Well, it's like I don't want to give it fully away, but it's in the. It's like. Is this show still running? No. I'm looking at my TV time. I don't know if that's cheating, but mm. I'm just curious. I think that should be allowed. That's like it's like a lifeline in Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Yeah. Which goes to show already that you won claim to fame, and I did not. Well, I actually am surprised at how quickly I got to succession. Because then it's, like, only so many characters. Yeah, I, I probably shouldn't have chosen someone. The show we both are still obsessed with, but it's fine. Um, well, you're going to laugh when you hear who this is, because it's someone who... Well, I I don't... It's like, I want you to get it, but I don't want to give it away either. Here's a hint I'll give you about the time period. It it's okay. like it's like medieval times type of show. Game of Thrones. Yes. Oh my gosh. Is it Sansa? Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. That, that honestly, I can't believe I didn't pick it because that is the perfect answer for this it's show. It's very relevant. This podcast episode this day well i was like i was going to say like it's literally someone who is in the news constantly particularly i wasn't going to say today of all days but like she's out like it's honestly such an easy person for me to pick because it's just someone i've seen all day you know so it's like who am i yeah. who was i thinking about today oh sophie turner you know <laughs> well and also we haven't even mentioned it but claim to fame is hosted by frankie and kevin jonas yes so um i also feel like this actually is very reflective of the show because in the show they have there's like a clue wall in the house that has like little items that somehow relate or are red herrings and don't actually relate to anyone but like there's clues on this wall like it might be like a little horse or playing cards or something that relates somehow to people's relatives but people 
get so fixated on one thing. Like, for example, there's one person who they are all convinced is an NFL player, their relative. Their relative is is an actor, comedian, but like they are they can somehow make all the clues fit back to an NFL player for a while instead like instead of opening their mind to what's true but like you just you get so stuck in what in your theory that your theory is right and you can like make everything work so it's kind of like you gotta think of other shows you know it's like when you were thinking of shows set in the past you were thinking like the 70s you know or like mad men mm-hmm. da- times and like you asked that question of like is it in like our world and i should have remembered that question and asked yeah because it kind of well. it kind of gave things away actually Uh, yeah but that's honestly that's one of my favorite parts of the show but that like reinforcing the things that you want to believe and because other people are saying them too even though they are so far from the truth Mm -hmm. but you're just like in this (laughs) place where you can't google anything so you only have the other people to rely on and your brain Mm -hmm. so like Like your memory just convince yourself something is true um this it might be a spoiler but I was just going to say one of the reasons why we loved the season so much is because there's an Osmond on it. And both we both know of the Osmonds and knew immediately who this person was. Mm-hmm. And it's truly hilarious watching them try to figure out who this person is related to when they're like saying things like Billy Joel. Yes. Where it's like, he's literally from England. Is what and they already knew that this person was born in Ogden, Utah. They're like, "Is Elton John from Utah?" <laughs> and then everyone's like, "Yes." <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It's crazy. It's so freaking funny. And so it's also I feel like you can be on the like the whole different spectrum of like knowing celebrity stuff because there's people, it's like you're saying, one is a former president and one one relative a lot of the clues were very current, like tabloid headline things. So it's like there's all there's such a wide spectrum of celebrity knowledge and trivia. It makes it really fun because some players can get can guess a uh, an actor. They can guess Tom Hanks immediately because who in the world doesn't know Tom Hanks? But then as it starts weeding people out and it gets to be kind of more niche celebrities, it's like, it's very fun to see if they're going to figure it out or not. Totally. And I would love, I would love a documentary on the behind the scenes of this show. Like how do they decide which clues to give for specific people? Because Mm -hmm. I do think that there are, it is unfair. Like there are so many clues that are like, you know exactly who they're referring to and other clues where it's like, what that's the clue you gave for that person Mm -hmm. like it's so obscure and even though there's way more obvious clues like it's just not of all of them are on the same playing field and i would love to see how they like make the make choose the clues and make the rules all the games and whatnot that's so true like okay we already talked about the osmond like one example is like they kept using all these clues about winning dancing with the stars and there's been like 50 seasons of dancing with the stars. And so it's like, <laughs> I do feel like an Osmond is, is a pretty niche celebrity depending on if like, if you have ties to Utah, you're going to know an Osmond immediately, but like, you know, clearly the masses don't, but I feel like mm-hmm. 
it seems like some more uh there were some clues later in the game that apparently like that lunchbox that was kind of like mm-hmm. oh when i see which was basically a picture of yeah that, of that is true yeah but i'm thinking it's like do people at least know the the reference to like i'm a little bit country i'm a little bit rock and roll like maybe if that had been kind of thrown around maybe they someone would have picked up on that quicker or something but again i'm kind of biased because i know those references you know see you know i don't think i would have been able to get the osmond off of the references alone i just knew he looked exactly like an osmond (laughs) and so that that would have been kind of funny for me personally to play that would have been Um, really funny like it's revealed and you're like wait what (laughs) (laughs) but then like the tom hanks of it all like there was literally like a bench from um what's that movie called forrest gump forrest gump it was like so literal. Mm-hmm. We're like Tom's been in so many movies. <clears throat> like there's hundreds of things you could do that weren't so literal, but like clearly they just wanted to get that girl out of there. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh my gosh, it's like they had like a Woody doll walk like in the in the box or something. <laughs> I was actually kind of surprised they didn't have as many like that many Toy Story references. Yeah, like a little cowboy hat or something. There was, yeah, like that would have been good. Oh, I'm jealous of the people that get to plan out that clue wall. That would be a fun job. We're, we are for hire. If anyone from claim to fame is listening to this, we love your show. We'll do anything to be involved. Seriously. Like, well, I wish like, again, this is something I would love to do like ads for on our podcast. I mean, this is one giant free ad. Hashtag spawn. We wish. (laughs) <laughs> hashtag spawn question mark <laughs> please question mark <laughs> um something i was uh, really appreciating of specifically about this show was how when they have their confessionals they film those in all different outfits they don't make them do wear the exact same outfit like uh, most reality shows do for their like confessionals looks like this one they would come back from a challenge like the haystack challenge and they would have hay in their hair and they'd be all dirty and wearing their same active like out at leisure wear outfit and they'd be like that was a really hard challenge (laughs) and (laughs) i just really liked that because i was like i i like that i'm i'm seeing that i'm getting a confessional right after that challenge happened whereas on other reality shows like they have to so they can like edit things and move clips around and stuff. Like they have to wear the same outfit. They have like max two outfits that they wear in their confessionals and stuff. And like for some reason that just really, I just think that's really charming about this show. I didn't notice that at all. And now I'm curious. I mean, clearly you noticed it and I'm sure you noticed it in more than just the haystack yeah. challenge. But I did notice because I only noticed it for the hate challenge because I was like, oh, this is fun because it was but it was because everyone in that challenge were people who had already been um, cut off from the show. So like they had already done their confessionals. So then they had to come back and add to it. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. I'm sad I didn't notice that for all, all the other ones. Yeah. And that that was just one example because it just is in the most recent one because I, mm-hmm. I remember seeing people and they're like sweaty like they don't look good and i think that i i really liked that i wish more reality shows would do that because sometimes i do get suspicious of like like i 
I was also recently watching Drag Race, so that's fresh in my mind, where it's like they'll show someone rolling their eyes and being like, girl, what an idiot. And it's like, well, what did they really say that about? Like, that was an isolated clip that could have been, they might have been saying it about themselves, but you put it in there making it look like they're being so shady about someone else, you know? Which, like, I know that's the name of the game. That's one of the things I don't really like about most reality shows is that a lot of it just feels so fake. Uh-huh. Like I want reality shows to feel real and in the moment. And like the confessionals always feel so fake because it's them trying to tap back into that emotion they were feeling in that moment, even if it's like weeks later. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah. So yeah, I really appreciate it's that. It's like, yeah, a fun little thing that I wish other shows would do too. I was going to ask you because we obviously loved season one. We obviously loved season two. Do you have like differences between the two that you thought improved maybe with the new season? I thought I was going to enjoy season one better, but midway through season two, I decided I think I like season two better just because people knew more of like how to play the game and it felt a little bit more competitive. Where in season one, um, like, Simone Biles' sister is on it and literally looks like her twins. Like everyone knew immediately who she was, but they like let her keep playing. I mean, she was she was good at like getting like immunity and like being able to stay on her own anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I did like the competitive edge of this one a little bit more. Yeah. They um, were keeping her around so that they had an easy guess if they got in the bottom. So it's there true. is a little strategy, but she really coasted for so... I mean, her clues were like a gold medal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so funny. It was wild. Yeah. What about you? Um, I think season two was a little bit improved, like a better version of season one, because it was fun how... I feel like in season two, they revealed to the camera who people's relatives were sooner. And in season two, we got to guess along with everybody like there were only a couple people I feel like that like it was revealed to the audience who their celebrities were and so that was fun that there were some people we didn't know until like the last few episodes we got it confirmed so that was really fun yeah I agree I I thought that part was really fun because yeah I feel like I knew like almost everyone by mid-season in season one yeah we're in this one I mean I did research stuff and tried to figure it out sooner but like it wasn't given to you right away yeah totally like I think I looked up from the clues you could look up some people's pretty easily and I did too because there's no way I would have guessed like Monet's relative for example without my Mm -hmm. handy dandy IMDB but Gabriel's I feel like they held off on revealing some obvious stuff like I was convinced he was someone else for a while and then I was like oh wow like wow I that was a fun reveal. He fooled us. He fooled them. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, in the end I did, I was like, I liked how the end played out. Um, and I'm supportive of who won. I did kind of want the second place person to win. I feel like they kind of deserved it a little bit more and could have, I think I think they could have won if they had not been so nice and just like down for having fun, I guess. <laughs> but um 
Um, I liked how it, how it all played out in the end. How did you feel about the end? Um, I also was really happy with the winner. I, I left feeling a little unsatisfied because I didn't like, I, I'm kind of torn because I respect that they kept things a surprise and there was like tension of what was going to happen. But I liked being in their heads so much that like, I kind of missed not being there for their thought processes. I, so I kind of, I wasn't, I was a little unsatisfied that the reveal of them finding out the right answer, like was shown to us after they said the name. So I'm fine with it because I love the winner and, um, yeah. And I think because it was like revealed in a flashback, it almost felt like convenient, almost like was this staged. I do feel like in the finale, there were a couple moments, more than one moment where it felt like, did a producer just have to help them because they were on the totally wrong track before. (laughs) And I don't know how they pulled that out of thin air, but I don't know. It's still a perfect show. So I'm, I'm totally fine with it, but that was just my truth. Yeah. I want, I, it's hard. Cause I'm like, I want to know if it's a little bit rigged, but I also don't really want to know. I feel like it'll ruin the magic. Yeah. It is funny. Cause we were just saying like, we want everything to feel so real, but also I'm like, did I want to watch a finale where they all got to the end and no one knew the names of all the celebrities? <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> uh, so yeah. I mean, they had to do that last season, too. Like, they had to get help. The winner had to get help from a, one of the other players, you know, in the last minute. Mm-hmm. And I still felt I still love that winner, too. So I actually do want to watch season one again. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Sounds fun. Yeah. It's so good. Um, I don't think I meant. Did I mention it's on ABC slash Hulu? It's a cable television reality show, which I'm into. Yeah. I'm not going to, if it's good, it's good. Yeah. You know? Basic cable even. When's the last time we watched one of those? <laughs> I probably since we watched Abbott Elementary was like the last time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think so. <sighs> but yeah. Um. Okay. Well, who's your crush of the week? I don't know if I have used him as a crush yet. I know you have. So maybe I'll finally have the opportunity to use Kevin Jonas as my crush. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Because Kevin is hot. And what's better than, like, someone who wasn't hot has always been the shadow of his hotter brothers when he was a famous teenager going through probably a very awkward phase. And now, in, it, in like, his mid-30s, is very hot. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what, like, everyone should hope for. To be hotter in your 30s than as a teenager. <laughs> yeah, I would way rather peak then than... Them. yeah hello <laughs> so just couldn't be prouder of kevin and he and frankie it's like they skirt that line they're they're a little corny but also just like cute and funny and i laugh they're fun well i'll choose i'm gonna choose frankie as my crush i don't know if that's legal i think he's of age <laughs> i think he um, is i think it's fine <laughs> <laughs> a because um, one time I went to the Jonas Brothers concert and we were on the floor and Frankie was in the sound booth or whatever. And I got my sister got a picture with him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I never so knew funny. this story. Maybe you didn't. Oh, I don't my think gosh. So I need to see this picture. Like it was weird because like I don't even think that anyone else noticed. But like Carly was like, oh, my gosh, it's Frankie Jonas. That's a true fan. <laughs> yes. And so he he took a picture with us. Wow. And. 
um like he seems like someone who's like way too cool for this show but like he owns it and it was funny because there are quite a few episodes maybe even three maybe there's only two but like kevin has to like is not even there because he's doing stuff with the jonas brothers yes and frankie holds his own like he did great yeah he did i felt like they felt very they both are i don't know some hosts it's like kind of an awkward presence and they are like very chill and i feel i felt like i got the impression that all the contestants really liked them yeah i did too so one of the like the traditions of the show is they do this like telephone challenge which is just like chaotic and they have to like play telephone basically but like run through a mansion and remember like a really long limerick it's just it's like it is very chaotic and it's very funny and both the Jonases are always making fun of the people because they are really dumb and have bad memories and like but they're never doing it like in a mean way like they're always just being just like cute and funny I love it Mm -hmm. yeah and like stalking all of the contestants afterwards on Instagram it was like so fun to like see all of them and like be friends like they all were like so supportive and um that's another thing I should have mentioned about the show is that like everyone is so like becomes like close and like friendly like it it like hurts you personally when like there are people fighting and yeah it's like everyone is so nice and like supportive of one another there's even a couple that ends up dating afterwards and it's which is crazy and it's not two that I would have it's not who I would have guessed there were a lot of like I feel like there were a lot of cute guys on this season and that's not one of the ones that got one of the girls on the show so so yeah you never know there might be a love connection yeah and if you've watched the show i highly recommend stalking all of them on instagram after because it's very fun um all right well everybody watch claim to fame if you haven't already and if you have i hope you loved it as much as us and we'll catch you next week bye bye